If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash Wondery and use code Wondery for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash Wondery. Code Wondery. People of Earth. The following podcast is not real. Other dimensions are like reasons for a third Sex in the City film. They don't exist. Craig, be a fawn and get that. I've got some sponsor copy to redeem. Who can be at the door in space? Well, the last person to use the door was Trisha8050, but it's not like continuity has been the most frequent dance partner around here. Trisha? Another clone? Craig, just get the door and leave the necessary exposition to understand all this to no one. All right. Right this way. Hi, I'm Trisha. I'm here about the internship. It's a pleasure to meet you for the first time, Trisha8051. 8051? Never mind. We've all got a podcast to partially enjoy while doing chores. from the Magic Tavern, a weekly podcast from the magical land of Foon. I'm your host, Arnie Niekamp. If you've never listened to the podcast before, don't worry. This is everything you need to know. About three years ago, well, actually, literally exactly three years ago, I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical, fantastical land of Foon. Luckily, I'm still getting a Wi-Fi signal from the Burger King through the dimensional rift, and I use that to upload a podcast I record every week here in the tavern, the Vermilion Minotaur, in the newly freed town of Hogsface, in the land of Foon. Man, three years. I have been in this magical land away from Chicago for three years. Time flies. I'm joined by my my good bud and co-host, Chunt the Talking Badger. Bing bong. How you doing, bud? Good. I'm trying to wrap my head around three years. Three years, three right? Three years. Your your kid must be 27 now. Oh, yeah. I really, you know, for new listeners, I really don't want to bring the mood down, but I am away from my wife and child who I diligently am trying every week to get back to. I'm trying to solve well, a... Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to... It comes and goes. It ebbs and flows. Well, yeah. I mean, look, I, I've also got ever-present problems like... Defeating the Dark Lord, defeating the Void, making the town of Hogsface better, 
this podcast, which is also very important to accomplishing all those things, but also getting home to my wife and child. Absolutely. I got you a anniversary. What the fuck have you done for the last three years of your life? Well, I was uh, trying to find true love, I guess. Yeah, Sean, you're a you're a talking badger, but I'm a shapeshifter. You're a shapeshifter, and you know we don't need to go too much into specifics because it's a little weird. But I turn into whatever I have sex with. You turn into whatever you have sex with, and I only have one single sperm, and I'm trying to you know choose carefully. That's true. You have a single. I only sperm get one shot, vial. so I just want to make sure I get it right. You yeah, know? yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of pressure. Oh, well, you're telling me. Yeah. Oh, boy. But I got you a little gift. You know, anniversary episodes are my favorite, mostly because it, you can just say three years, two years, one year versus, you know, two years, three months and some change. You know, that, that whole you bullshit. You love that we get a save about three or four Which words nice out of the introduction. streamlined. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I got you a gift. I don't know on earth what it's like, but on um, Foon, three-year anniversary means a glass gift. So oh. I got you this glass hole. Oh. Yeah, you got me a glass hole. Hmm? It's weird how it's just, there's like nothing around. It's like so thin. It's made of magic. In glass, mostly it's, glass. It's a magic glass hole? Mm-hmm. Oh. I hesitate to ask this. Then don't. Okay. I am also joined by my other co-host, Usador the Wizard. Oh! Usador, wizard of the twelfth realm of Ephesius, master of light and shadow, manipulator of magical lights, devourer of chaos, champion you of the great halls of <laughs> champion of the great halls of Trachus. The elves know me as Fiangalak. The dwarves know me as Zonin and Hugstangis. And I am known in the northeast as Gasmoinius Maystar. And there may be other secret names, names of such great power and portent that I, if you did see them, writ upon the page. The very ink would turn to blood, and that blood would turn to rain, and that rain would turn to vapor, which would turn into clouds, which would turn back into rain. I, and the very plants of this world, would grow out of that rain. I, and life itself would be born of them. That's what would happen. Wow. Wow. Yes, if I just wrote down, like, you know, uh, one of my secret names. I don't know which one. Like, uh, Pants McGillicuddy. Who who knows you as Pants McGillicuddy? Oh. The brownies in Gratax, who just this very week, I did go to Gratax upon Grimhoof, the fifth fastest horse in Boone. And with showed directly behind me. I, my two steeds, my horse load friend Grimhoof, and the horse that I bought named Chode. <laughs> I traveled to Gratax. I met the brownies, and they showed me their secret cave. And in that brownie cave, I did find ancient texts of great power. Oh, and these texts, Arnold, these very texts may have the secret to send thee home. I thought, but then I was wrong. Oh. Foiled again. It was mostly about turning lead into gold. Ooh, alchemy. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of alchemy. I mean, that would be useful in some ways. No, I burned it all. Oh, no. Usador. Look, here's the thing. If you find useful spells that aren't exactly what we need to get me home, you don't uh-huh. need to burn them. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's called multitasking. Hmm. Well, what would be the purpose of turning lead into gold? Then we wouldn't have lead anymore. Well, we would have gold, mm-hmm. which is a valuable... Resource. Ah, yes, very true. But you can earn gold by working. You can work for gold, Arnie. Or you can punch blocks. Yeah, don't try to teach me to fish. Please just 
But you'll give me a fish. You'll feed yourself for for a lifetime. I know, but then I'd rather you just feed me for a lifetime. Cut down some grass and grab a gem. What if I taught you how to fish for compliments? I don't know you if I'm smart enough. About I just me. don't know if I'm smart enough. Oh, Arnie, you're not. To... That's why I'm teaching uh, you. Well, well, I suppose I made a mistake as a wizard this week. I should have worked harder at keeping all those great spells. You have great yet. spells? I was fishing for a compliment. Oh. Mm. Look, I, I I don't want to go back to this, but I gotta know. What do, what do I do with a magic glass hole? <gasps> you received a magical glass hole? Sean gave me a magic glass hole to celebrate our three-year anniversary of doing this podcast. You yeah. what? He's pretty dismissive about it. I've been trapped in this magical land for three years. No. And with the both of you, we've been doing this podcast for three years. No, 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 no. That's not possible. I know. It feels more like two and a half years, but it's been three years. Well, a magical glass hole is a wonderful gift with which you can uh, peer into your own uh, derriere. Uh, you, you First, you hold it up to your eye, mm-hmm. and then you hold it up to your butt. Then you hold it up to your eye again. <laughs> Guys, I Happy was anniversary. really on the precipice of falling for that, but the giggling really tipped me off. Oh, I knew. Damn my giggle. Oh, if only I could make Arnold touch a glass to his own butthole and then to his face. Well, guys, I'm very excited. Uh, since it's a three-year anniversary... We should I'm, have some drinks. Uh, uh, bring over some ale, some uh, some wine, uh, rooster's feet for everyone, uh, spiced potatoes, uh, all your favorites. Arnold, what would you like to have? It's my treat. I would love a red potion. A red... No, 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 no. Mm, that's uh, the one thing you can't have. Uh, Chunt, what would you like? King's juice, please. King's juice for Chunt and a water for Arnie. Yeah. You know what, guys? I'm just excited to spend some time with the two of you, my good buds, celebrating three years together. Just focus on the three of us. But also, we've got some guests. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought it was going to be an anniversary night. Anniversary night. Anniversary night. Anniversary night. But also, uh, we do have guests. Well, we should introduce them and get to know them a little bit. Yeah, you know, I thought I would liven things up a little bit. Arnie, you, more- you are lively. You're great. You're full of energy. You're yeah. perfect. Yeah. I tell people all the time that you're very lifelike. Thank you. I think, did you just did you just give me a fish? Yeah. John, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, well, I thought, you know, on my world back in Chicago, I knew that the only way to make a party better was to invite some actors over. Ugh. So I have a few members from uh, the Cocktickler's. You be uh, Tom the actor used to be a member of the Cocktickler's. Yeah, way back in like our second episode, Tom Blaine Belleroth talked about. Oh, I'm sorry, Tom the Traveler, who right. is just a common actor and in no way the late King Belleroth's son and heir to the Belleroth throne, who's pretending to be a commoner. Yes, then he's certainly. Isn't now hiding out as a series of bats in the forest. You know, that sentence of mine ran on so long that when I got to the end, I wasn't sure, like, how the first half started, so I wasn't sure how to properly end it. Yes, it it may or may not have been a proper, complete sentence. But you pulled it off because you're so full of charisma. Thank you for this fish. Uh, Well, it seems like we've tried to introduce our guests five or eight or 50 times now. Can we just get to it? Yeah, let's bring them on now so that they can tell us about whatever cool secret gigs they're on hold for that'll never pan out. That's what actors do, right? Uh, I I imagine so. Well, I'm very excited to be joined by uh, two of the most esteemed actors in uh, the Cocktickler's, the traveling acting troupe of Foon. 
Yes, hello. Gentlemen, gentlemen, yes. Ah, never have I had a more protracted introduction in all my time on the boards. You are edging that introduction for what felt like half an hour. Wait. Yes. We're just warming you up a little bit. Well, of course, you don't deserve a climax if you don't work it for a while. I really like to have a sort of tantric take on introductions. Just just sort of draw it out as long as possible and then never have a proper release. Ooh, that's got a sting. Any good drama is built from a from a, a a small beginning which crescendos towards climax and never gets there. Oh. What a, what a wonderful insight. Uh, what is your name, good sir? My name is Winky Silks of the Cock Ticklers, yes. Oh. Uh, character actor and playwright. Oh, Winky, it's a pleasure to meet you. I am Usador the Blue. Oh, yeah. you need no introduction, sir. <laughs> I no, know. Indeed. And, and who are you? Oh, well, yes, of course. My name is Michael Gunch, lead heavy of the Cock Ticklers. Pleasure. All lead, lead heavy. I'm sorry. I guess I'm not familiar with that term. I'm just uh, in that I play most of the uh, leads in most of the plays. Any time an amount of gravitas is needed upon the stage, you need only call for the services of Michael Gunch. Well, not uh, his real name. Yes, yes, it is. I, I must cop to it. It is a stage name. I, I of course, chose the, the mellifluous name Michael Gunch. My uh, born name was uh, Steel Hardstone. <laughs> Most actors find their names, or better, even the, their names find them. Yeah. Well, uh, what an honor to have the Cocktickler's primary playwright and leading man here with us this evening. Oh, I assure you, I assure you, the pleasure is all ours. Oh, the pleasure is all mine. No, I assure you the pleasure is in my possession, sir. Oh, no, I suppose that I am feeling more pleasure than you by a magnitude of tenfold. I assure you, sir, the pleasure is mine. Locked up in my heart. More pleasure, my very head would explode and I'd strangle you with my own eyes. Calm yourself. Oh, 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 such a surfeit of passion in my own breast. Suffice to say, there is pleasure all around. I hardly have any pleasure, for I've grown melancholic in these last warblings of argument. Mm. Oh, Winky, are you doing okay? Oh, there's no emotion, which is not a, a mind for drama. My sad times are as equal as my happy times, for all is good for the stage. Yes, you must, as an actor, be so connected with your emotions. How can you seek to touch an audience with what you feel if you do not feel yourself. Thus, you must first be able of touching your own heart. That is why it is the motto of the cocktailers that to touch an audience, you must first touch yourself. Oh, In public. Hmm. Well, are you working on any new uh, dramatic works that you could uh, tell us about at this time? Or are they all too secretive still? <laughs> oh, we, we rarely reveal whips, as we call them. Works in progress. Ooh. And, and yet, it would be a lie to stare you in the face and say, oh, to, to play coy, for indeed, well, there's no, no simple way to say it. We'll but rip the splint off and say, we're working on the story. Of you. <gasps> what? <gasps> this is us? Finally. 
All too often, the cocktailers mine the history and myth, ancient lore for which there is no witness for these are plays. And yet now, before us, is a, is a story which, which needs to be told immediate. And what better time than at this moment of anniversary when, when people are speaking near and far of the traveling man who walks between worlds. <gasps> Wait, so- Me? Yes, I thought cool. you meant you were doing a play about Usador. I assumed the same thing, for I am a mighty wizard of Foon, and oh. I was brought into this world by a conspiracy of birds and rain and fire and mud and frogs and squirrels, all who said there must be a champion for this land, and if there is not, let him rise up. Grabs. Rise up. Uh, what? No what? doubt, no doubt, Usador would play a, a role in this drama, or at least be painted onto a scenery flat. Well, yes, we'll have a standee of Usador, no doubt. Or we'll use Elmer the puppeteer there to to shove his hand into Usador's fundament and give him some animation upon the board. I'm sure we can find an azure sack that will do for an ersatz Usador when we present the lamentable comedy and wonderful tragedy of Arnie. Arnie of the Distance. Wow. Usador, isn't that one of your secret names, Azure Sack? We don't need to talk about that right now, but yes, it is. I don't know that I've ever said this sentence before in my life, but I really like you actors. Oh. Oh, approval. Oh, my mind is swimming. My spine grows erect again. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Arnold. You've (laughs) de-crooked His spine for both Winky, you are much taller than I thought you were when you first walked in here. Yes, now I can see and peep above the heads. But it is not an actor nor a writer's place to be so high and mighty. No, one must live, live lower among the people. And so now I resume my crooked and stupid vertebrae. Oh, it's painful to watch. But we move among you, not merely to be in the presence of one who carries so great a reputation, but to study one. That we would portray. We want to get it right. Well, if I am to be portrayed by a puppet, uh, certainly Chunt also would be portrayed as some sort of uh, stage prop. If you just have a, a skunk puppet, that works too. What? A puppet? Absurd. <laughs> no, Chunt. You are the stuff of a character actor. One who is mm. who, who plays the scene and is forgotten till he plays again. And mayhap, mayhap... Winky silks could inhabit the Chuntiverse. Mm-hmm. The Chuntiverse, I like that. Yes, for Chunt is not one character, but many. And I often play animal parts, babies, clouds, angels. Although I've been told you should never work with children or clouds. Oh, oh, no, it's an old actor's nightmare. And yet, who could forget the, um, one of the, uh, the greatest plays in all Foon, The Childish Cloud. Oh, I love the Childish Cloud. It's my favorite play right after Automaton Constable. Well, I also like Guess Who's a Cumulus to Dinner. Yes. Worth it. (laughs) Well, this is very exciting that you want to tell the story of, you know, Arnold and Chunt, and of course, Usador and his grand quest to defeat the Dark Lord. Uh, but uh, have you uh, began writing or, or rehearsing yet? Is, uh, how far are you into your process? It's more of a workshop process. We Ooh. like to start with the characters. And we don't write the story. The characters find the story. You know? 
It's a relationship. We have to engage with one another once we know the characters. Then we write some of it down. Then we deliberately throw it away before reading it. Then we, 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 we spontaneously perform it again. Write some of that down. Mail it off. Then we perform it again before we write it again and then trade parts. It's a, it's a multi-step process. Oh, it sounds delightful and quite engaging. I would be interested to watch every single part of this process. May I'm sure I you'll ask? get a comp. Oh, yes. Ooh. It's a very Mr. strict comp policy. Well, it's well, out well, of our hands, usually. Sorry, uh, we wish we could have everybody come. I don't know why I made such a rash promise. No doubt I can get you a two-for-one, Usador. Oh, okay. Well, that sounds good. I, it, I think by limiting their comps, they're using an old acting method. It's called the miser technique, ah. where you don't spend a lot of money, you keep the budget low. You do know our lingo, Chunt. Have you tread the boards yourself? Oh, I've walked around. Chunt, have you done any acting? I guess I've never really asked. Hmm, not really. Have you done any acting, Arnie? Um, no. sure. I mean, back on Earth, I was in a couple plays in high school. What, what was a play you were in, Arnie? Well, I was in a play called The King and I. King Which and role I. did you play? Well, I played the king, believe it or not. It's one of the few musicals where the lead doesn't have to be good at singing. Not. Oh. And who is this king? The king of what? King of where? Well, undoubtedly of a land of... Of, of pasty white gentlemen much like yourself. Yes, I'm sure. <laughs> what wonderful casting. Well, technically, it's set in Siam, which is a world that is much different than where I came from. But you have to understand when... It's hard to explain. When I was a lad, the world was a very different spot, you know. You're stepping in it now, Artie. You're stepping right in it. Well, you know, what was so was so. What was not was not. You know, now I am a man. Hmm. The world has changed a lot. Who played the eye? Well, it was a girl I went to high school with, and I have to confess I feel a little bad that I don't remember her name off the top of my head. Uh, a girl played a giant eyeball. Yeah, I don't... Look, guys, why do I want to talk about a stupid fucking play called The King and I when I could learn about a play about me? Yes, of course, we can discern the, the story of the tale of the far-off king and the floating eye, etc., etc., etc. There's plenty of time for getting to know you later. Yes, it's really you that I wish to learn about, Arnie. Not just oh, what you've gosh. done, the way you move, the way you speak, the gentle mannerisms that, that are... Not even brought to life with so much as a thought by yourself. That I shall study and inhabit to bring you to life greater than even the original was. To break the mold that you have set. Well, wow. I mean, what do you want to know about me? Early on, you, you were very focused on, on a quest of some kind or returning back to your home. But, but no one who really wanted that, who truly wanted that, would still be here three years later. Oh, he's found you, Arnie. He's found you. I'm just wondering, wh why, why are you avoiding your wife and family? Oh, I'm not avoiding my wife and family. I'm just... I, I just don't know how I got here, and I don't know how to get back home. Oh, Gunch can use that. An actor is a liar, and so any actor can use any lie to perform. No, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not lying. I mean, it's not easy to travel between dimensions. Ah, but I do see that point. To be a victim of circumstance is not necessarily the stuff of great drama. 
What drives you, Arnie? What keeps you here? What keeps you going from day to day? What drives you to sit in that chair? To look forward the way you do? To... Uh, what name? Slouch what are some other things slightly to... Yes, yes, uh, that. Avoid moving yeah, much. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, well, I mean, I'm really invested in this, this podcast. Ah, there, Gunch. Ah, uh, yes. He is very invested in the podcast itself. Now, this conversation, this podcast, we ourselves seek, when we do plays, when we do our corporate gigs, mm-hmm. we're always seeking out new media, as it were, to experiment with. Are you, uh, do, are you doing anything I can watch through the blood of a horse murder? Oh, it's possible. We, we, lately, we've been doing what we call street riffs. We, we find people on the street, and we just talk to them a little, and uh, we give them a bit of themselves right back. Dress them down quite a bit. Toast them up, as it were. Oh, Winky on the Street. Oh, I like that title. I like that title. I'll, I'll scribble that. You may have it for free, if you consider adding Usador as a full character to your play. And I would even be willing to play the role. Oh, oh, Usador, a uh, no doubt no. you're a busy, busy... I'm sure you've wizard. so much to do. Well, I... Yes, I am very, very busy, and then I have... consider it considered. Ah, well, good then. Good enough, yes. But yes, you may have, perhaps you've seen our, our street riffs, or some some just short-form playlets we've done, like, um... Butt prank, parentheses, emotional. <laughs> Give us any emotion. Quick uh, now, quick. Jealousy. Oh, I, I wish I had that butt. <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> Come on, give us another one. Pretty Everyone good. says pretty jealousy. good. Sadness. I can't believe this is my butt. <laughs> you see how it is? This is incredible. You, you are so talented. I believed you were jealous, and then I believed you were sad. Yeah. Yeah. We just take what's there, and we, 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 we make it larger. We make it greater. We go to the theater to see ourselves and our own emotions about our butt. Yes, it's holding a glass hole up to the world. Well, you know, would it be crazy? Like, if you said you're here to workshop the play, could we maybe see some of it? Well, unorthodox. Nearly criminal to do it among the actor's code, but... Yes, to break the bonds of secrecy and the, the sacred gestation period of a world. But here's but. what you need to know, Michael Gunch, about Arnie Niekamp, the man from another world. Hmm. He don't follow the rules. Also, here's ten gold pieces. That's the language Gunch understands. Yes, yes, yes. We could show you a seed or two. Three years it's been. Am I, uh, are we wrong? Yeah, it's been exactly three years. Then why not the meeting? The meeting of Arnie and Chunt, performed here by the Cocktickers. Oh, wow, yeah. Oh, Chunt was one of the, the very first uh, creatures that I met when I fell through the dimensional portal. Oh, oh, yes. You mean that? Yeah, I mean, I would probably have died if you hadn't been kind to me and, and, and let me into your home. Your yeah. hovel. Well, you know, hovel. Makes I'm getting emotional thinking about that, that day. That was such a special day. Yeah. You're my best friend. You're my best friend in this world. Now let's see two people act it out. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Center. Center. They're Come touching on. themselves to get ready. Come yes. On. Tip to tip. Forgive my liberties with the voice. <laughs> Corblimey. What's this here? Some new being.
sitting here in 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 foon, unseen yet, and carrying some mystic technology. Wow, I can't believe I've found myself here in this incredible place. Put your weeping head on this my tinder badger's bosom. The name's Chaunt. I like the sex act. Oh, the first comfort I've had in quite some time. I guess I'll kneel down next to you, pillow personified in the comfort that you're offering to this wayward traveler's weary head. I'll eat the foreign mites from out your hair. Aye, I'll keep you warm in this, my musky pelt. Ah, oh, my hands have found a new home, and these the curls upon your badger's chest. To your hovel, and quickly. I have dreams, and no doubt you do. But I'm not even sure I, I know your name. Arnie is my name. But call me by your name. And I'll call you by yours. Ooh, a peach. And see. Wonderful. Wow. Wonderful. So amazing. It was just like I was watching Arnold and Chunt. Oh, no, no, no. No doubt, gentlemen, it will undergo multiple changes. You've only seen a first draft. The rawest onion yet to be unpeeled. Ah, well, if you continue to peel back those layers, and if they continue to blossom from there, I think this blooming onion shall be quite delicious. Yeah, I can't, I, I, I can't believe that guy almost ate that peach after what happened with it. That was insane. I mean, it was a little weird because the guy playing me at the time looked like he was 17, and the guy who's playing Arnie looked way older, so I was a little uncomfortable, but it was pretty good. I felt like there were references in the play that I didn't get, but I'm new to this world. You got fucking gunched, dude. <laughs> gunched. Nailed you. Yes. What an honor it would it is, though. Yes, you've been punched in the gunch. <laughs> now, I couldn't help but notice that you uh, uh, set up that azure sack in the distance uh, behind the table here. Uh, can we pull some of the stuffing out of the azure sack? Oh, certainly. And, and don't worry, it will, it'll, it will be nowhere near as conspicuous. It probably won't even be in that scene. Yes, oh. or on the stage. Oh. Right. It might All just right. be an illustration in the program. <laughs> I suppose that's fair. Arnie, do I sound like that? I don't know. I was too distracting listening to myself. Ugh. Do I sound oh, like I'm... that? Do I sound like that? Oh, God, I wow. do sound like that. You're getting oh gunched, dude. Gunch. Wow. Mystical, magical land of foam. How does he do it? He's got an ear. Gunch has an ear. I don't miss you, Sarah. No, no. I, I don't want you guys spreading some story around about me saying that I that I am trying to avoid my wife. Yes, I shall come to Arnold's defense here. You must know that he loves his wife and his child very dearly. That is a very important part of his character. You know that in 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 the theater, often those things which are factual must be must be changed so they become more true. Characters fuse, uh, events are are compressed. It's an ecstatic truth, you see, which yes. which gives a greater insight than the factual truth. Yes, you can say Arnie loves his wife and child, but but in the play it might just be as well to truthfully say he doesn't. Oh, is it that I'm too perfect and sympathetic a character? You have to manufacture some faults for some dra- to introduce drama into the story. Oh, mm, that's that sounds convenient for you, Arnie. No, no instead it's it's just more fun this way. Yes. 
We're trying to get butts in seats, honey. It's a tough racket. Well, yeah, you know, I, I don't really know much about what it's like to be a cock tickler. Uh, but you know what? Let's take a quick break, uh, and uh, we'll get you guys some some drinks. Usador will get you anything you want. Oh, oh, all right. And and I'd love to hear more about sort of what your lives are like. I guess I'll run to the bar for everyone. Excuse oh, me. you're a dear. You're a dear. Thank you, Usador. What a good chap. I'll be right back. One rainbow bow. Thank you, John. We're in show business now. Yeah, baby. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. And a rainbow bowl for you. Oh, uh, Does everyone have everything they need or should you, I? You said, or, you said or, don't be overbearing or talking to famous people. Yes, okay. of course. Sorry, sorry. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry about that, guys. You said, or he's not really comfortable around actors. He hasn't spent a lot of time around. You know. Oh, worry not, Arnie. Usador's a clown to keep around. <laughs> That's what I've been saying for three years, right, Chunt? That rhymes, a clown to keep around. Well, but, uh, but I'm a great wizard who's on a great quest to defeat the Dark Lord, and I, uh, I'm trying my best to uh, make sure that evil is eradicated in the world and that every man, woman, and child and food may live under the bright sun of goodness and hope. <laughs> oh, don't worry, Ari. Every entourage needs one. Oh, that's right. You're my turtle. I can turn into a turtle. You're kind of more of a Johnny drama. Ooh, I like that. Johnny drama. Because I'm always causing drama. It's true. You're bananas. Who are you? I'm Vince, I think. Wait a second, guys. I just had this weird revelation. I barely mm. remember anything about this show, Entourage. But I do distinctly remember all the characters except the main one. And Winky, maybe you would know something about this as a playwright. Mm. Sometimes is the character at the center of everything sort of less interesting? No doubt you've read the the, the, the ancient ma- masterpiece, The Ghost of King Fulad. <gasps> oh, what a wonderful play. Yes, in which Fulad ne'er appears. It's the world that orbits around him and the hole he leaves behind. He is the center of gravity around which all the drama rotates. But he is grand in the gravitational force of his total absence. 
Of course, then there's the sequel, Here Comes Foulard, and he's all over that thing. Oh, yes. Not my favorite, I'm going to be honest. Yeah, I like Nobody's Foulard. Yeah, they, the third one's pretty good. Yes, sometimes the third one comes right back. That's why you have to... That's why all... all Foon drama is written in trilogy. Oh, I think I saw some people on the street doing Foulard Origins. Yes, there's Foulard Origins, Foulard Rouge. um, Non-canonical. Yes. Winky and Gunch, now that you've um, sipped your drinks, would you mind doing the scene where uh, Isidore kind of um, comes into the picture and and all three of the the gang are hanging out? Yeah, guys, would you mind mind doing us a favor and doing Mm. a scene about Isidore? I think it's a special day for the podcast, and I think he's upset that... He's such a small part in this. Play. Oh, of course. Uh, we understand nothing so much as self-esteem issues. Yes. Very well. The meeting of the trio. Let's take a crack at the old whip. Oh, core blimey! I've awoken from a from a strange dream. Wow. Tell me about it, Chunt. What's going on? What a listening ear you have. Always willing to to be the the receiver. Listen, listen, listen. That's what I do. A blank slate. Sometimes the blank slate will be painted upon by those who surround it. What you hear may hap- will 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 in- inform who you are, Arnie Kneecap. What I hear is what I become. I suppose that's the way it is with all of us. Hey, you- we're having a private moment here. Get out, Get out of here. Get out of here. You d- dumbass wizard. Fuck off. Know your time. Stay in your lane. I feel so bad for him. Yeah, I feel pretty sad for that guy. And scene. <laughs> oh, oh wow. outstanding, outstanding. That that azure sack really got it. That mm-hmm. reminds me of the time that you kicked me and all the rice fell out of me. We always forget about how much rice you have inside of you. That's usually why the birds are always hanging around you. Just carry it around in my pockets. But but Winky and, and Gunch, what is life like as a couple of cocktailers? I've never lived a life uh, uh, out of it so much. I've, I, I, I've grown up on the, on the boards and played every part, from juvenile roles to spirits, fairies, rocks. My father was Trencher Silks, the great tragedian. Oh, I feel his presence now. Oh, I had no idea you were related. I, I saw him when I was uh, but 250 years old, and uh, never have I seen such a great performance. Daddy was a tyrant. I was beaten mercilessly, no. hence the one eye I have. Oh. You didn't even notice, did you? No, your acting is so spectacular. I thought you had two eyes this whole time. Yes, no, now you can see the empty socket. And Gunch, what's your story? Well... I also grew up in a family of actors, received really nothing but encouragement, uh, really coddled and, um, and made, made ready for the stage since cool. the moment I was born. Uh, went off to a, to a fun performing arts camp out in the Quindleshong Mountains each summer. Got to be the lead. Lot of good fun, good memories, good people. Just coasted through college in a... Got into the ticklers in a residency right out of university. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a charmed life. And Quindleshawn Mountains. Right, that's for, like, rich kids. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Pretty Tony Mountains. I had a summer camp of sorts. It was called Mending Daddy's Tights. 
I haven't heard of those mountains. Is that a summer camp or? I think he was being literal about mending his father's. Oh yes, yes, yes. Now, uh, Michael, have you have you won any tosses yourself? I confess that I have won a tosser award. <gasps> we're, we're proud. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, the plaque is uh, under my cloak even now. Oh, ooh, ooh. very impressive. Yes. Arnold, if you don't remember, a tosser is the award you win if you toss yourself off and become another character. You just toss off your toss own personality and become a whole new person. Oh, yeah, I, I do remember. But Usador, thank you for taking some of the exposition off my shoulders. No problem. Yes, Usador, that's a good lane for you. Well, uh, well. I, I portrayed the role of King Scriblax uh, for many years. This uh, was the award that I received. W- would you mind? I, I'd love to see a tosser-worthy performance. Would you mind doing some of, some of your performance that got you this award? Were you King, King Scriblax? I was the titular role of King Scriblax. I was there as his jester. Oh, can we see the scene between the Chester and King Scriblax? Arnie, pay attention to Gunch. You'll see what uh, it means to really be a king, to really play a king. Oh, okay. They say, play the king in the man and play the man in the king. Oh, beautiful. That doesn't make sense, but the confidence he had, he said it, just really spoke to me. I grow weary, fool, of this life of royal... Gold. Cor, blimey. It's too hard to be the king and bow down by responsibility. Let me cheer you up, king, if I can. Oh, I do not know if you have within you the mirth that could lift my heart from out the doldrums in which it is found. Oh, there's mirth in me yet. I'll have to only express what's inside me. Now he giggles. Ha. Thus, my lips rise aloft where once they were set down. Now all is smiles where once was only frown. The king does smile, and all shall cry aloud that mirth was made with his jester and his cloud. Oh, you'll be happy with the gesture as soon as I did tell it, but the tragedy will come again as soon as you smell it. And see. Oh, you see what we mean about not sharing a stage with a cloud. Winky has the most incredible vocal range. Yeah, you know, I have to say, Winky, I, I know you're sort of the character actor in you. Yes. I guess that means you're renowned for playing all kinds of different roles, but... Winky oh. can play anything. Ah, you I bring myself to every role, but Winky, bless you, disappears into each performance. Your day of receiving a tosser is coming, my old friend. Oh, I don't do it for the awards. God, I want one. <laughs> well, you know, I, I I don't know if this is rude to say. I, I thought it was it was amazing, but Winky, your, your jester sounded at least a little similar to your chunt. Hmm. Really? That would be entirely bit. coincidental. It might be that says more about Chunt than you think. Mm. Well, I, personally, I don't hear it. Uh, Winky, real quick, why don't you do both voices back to back, and then Arnold can hear the difference. A scene between Chunt and the Jester? <laughs> It'll have to be impromptu. All right, uh, something like this. Cor blimey, his eye. Chunt the Badger. Ooh, 
So, so ardent am I for the sex act, I shall rub myself upon this anthill. Oh, here comes a jester now. Oh, core. Blimey. What's this? A, 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 a badger making love to ants? Oh, watch out, for they'll think the woodpecker is come. Oh, no woodpecker at all, but it's only me. Yes, it's me. It's me as well. Here we are. Yes, here we are. Together. Speaking in unison. I don't get it. I don't, I don't quite, I, I don't yes, hear it. Uh, it you, was a, you, you hear it now, the difference, yes? Oh, no, I mean, I, I guess so. There are certain regionalisms your ear, your ear may not be attuned to, Arnie. When you've made as, as deep a study of the dialects of Foon as we have, you know there's no end to the nuance. How many different dialects can you do? <laughs> All of them. 7,000. Yes, 7,000 dialects. Name one. Name one. Name a dialect. Uh, how about uh, Migosian? Migosian. Oh, Cor, blimey, where am I? Here at home, I'm Migosian, all right. Uh, yes, straight from the Isle of Migos. Yeah, uh, let's do another one, quick. Oh, Make Gratax. Don't, don't let me think. Ah, uh, Cor, I'm Gratax, I kind of blimey. One uh, more, one more. Uh, from the town of Skur. I am from Skur, bleep, blorp, dip, dap. That's perfect. Wow. It's simply having an ear and paying attention. Well, I am very impressed. You are two very talented gentlemen, and uh, uh, if you are uh, willing to take another ten gold pieces from me here, I would gladly mm. hand them to you. Uh, and all I ask in return is that uh, uh, you take a few notes about your play with Arnold and Chunt in it. Notes. Notes. Yes, I have some notes. Thick skin and gunch. <laughs> yes. Let's take them. Very well, for a price. Let, let's hear what you have to say, Usador. Well, in the scene where they first met Usador, I thought it might be fun if Usador appeared in a blinding white light and pure hope and goodness was the feeling that all the audience felt as the most beautiful and melodious music that air was created was played. What do you think about that? It's an idea. Yes. Okay. What a, it's a good, hey, there are no bad ideas. No, not at all. I, I'll, I'll, I'll take your blinding white light and raise you a full excision of Usador. Hmm. Yes, for... For what? What could be more blinding than the lack of seeing him at all? Well, ooh, ooh that's very true. Yeah. Yes, if if unseen, uh, my presence would be er, literally everywhere and nowhere at once. Yes, maybe ne'er seen, but 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 only spoken of, yeah. or not even spoken of. <laughs> the yes. only thing better than being in the play is not being in the play. Oh, Oscar Wilde. What? Mm. Oh, but Chunt. Yeah. You know, since Usador paid this money so we could give them notes, is there anything that you want them to put in the play? I paid them money so I could give them notes. Oh. You can pay them money if you like. Yes, ten gold pieces per note. <laughs> it's expensive. Yeah. You know what, Chunt? Here, here's a here's a gold piece. What's something you want them to put in the play? Um, Happy maybe. anniversary. Oh, thank you. Um, here's a, a gold piece. Um, could you take out the part where I eat mites out of Arnie's hair? Mm-hmm. That did happen, though. <laughs> But I don't want people to know it. I don't want it spread around town. Oh. Anything for you, chunt. And here's another gold piece. If you would mm. please give Arnie a quick acting lesson. Oh. oh. An acting lesson. We sometimes do workshops. <laughs> you know, 
it, 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 it depends, Arnie, which way you would work, from the inside out or the outside in. Every, every thespian has a different style. Would you say that you're a very physical performer, no, Arnie? No, no. Well, I mean, I'm pretty physical. You know, when I, at the beginning of each podcast, when I'm explaining that the uh, Wi-Fi came through the dimensional rift, I usually, like, put my hands out and, like, gesture as if the Wi-Fi is coming through the dimensional ah, rift. The psychological gesture. Yes, there is, there is something notably physical about you that I'm trying to grasp. It's, it's just the, the inert, um, stolid yes. quality. Of a, mo- a, a monumental, a monolithic... Uh, a lodestone, a, <laughs> a, a quietus, a... Axis mundi around which all else moves. Yes. Pregnant with mm. potential energy. Yes, still... Yes, yes, and and shut up, Usador. Yes, yes, this is good. Then, 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 then use what you have. Use what you have, honey. Now close your eyes. Close them. Oh, okay. Don't, don't move. Don't All right, move. Uh, done. Now, from your stillness, will come the performance. You're a, an assassin. Yes, on on your first job. Never killed before, but you have to. Oh, it's desperate circumstances that have brought you to this. You feel the weight of the dagger in your hand. You're second-guessing yourself. Is this really what you would do? Are you doing it for the right reasons? Is there any reason to take a life as you are now about to? Oh, but it's too far gone at this point. Your prey is even within your grasp. Ten feet. Five feet. One foot. And now you open your eyes. And you speak three words. Three words that tell your story. Core. Blimey. Dagger. Yes. <laughs> Holy now, crap. That, was, that came from you, Arnie. Yes. You did all the work. I thought he was done after Blimey, but then he said dagger and holy cow. Right. Yeah, I got to be honest. Context. Yes. Yeah, I got to, I finished, and I, I thought I was done after Corn Blimey, and then I remembered they said three words. Yes, yes, you stuck to the rules. Next time, mayhap, you'll break one. Yeah, well, don't forget that Arnie Niekamp is a loose cannon and a rule breaker. That's what we've heard. Do I need to worry that I'm not going to like this play? Like, no, I'm sure it'll be brilliant. You seem like a very good playwright and, a, and very talented actors. But, like, is this going to make us look bad? It's not going to make me look bad. There is a beauty inherent in the truth that we attempt to bring onto the stage. If you fear and are repelled by the truth, then... You may dislike our plan. <laughs> and if you hope that it won't reach the boards, Arnie, well, then you'll have to kill us now, for we will not be kept from the stage. Arnie, are you afraid of the truth? Mm, no, I can handle the truth. I don't know if you can handle the truth. I can. You can't handle the truth. Oh, I can't handle you the truth. You can't tr- handle the truth. I can. Say that again. Wait. You can't handle the truth. No, not that not one. Shut Arnie, up. Arnie's Arnie's part. Part. Arnie's oh, I can. Yes, I can. I can. I, I can't turn afraid. I'm writing it down. I'm writing good, it good, down good, right good. now. I, real quick, here are ten more gold coins. Might I suggest you add a very sensual shower scene at the beginning? What? We're way ahead of you. What? Oh, yes, yes. Can we see oh. this shower scene? By me. Very well. Yes, I've scribbled some notes. Here's your part, Gunch. Thank you, Winky. Winky and Gunch. <laughs> Wait, Michael, did you used to do a show with a woman named Judy? Hmm? Yeah, well, yes. Everyone's familiar with the Gunch and Judy shows. Yes, thought I recognized you. You're fantastic. Oh, yes. I also liked you in Donkey Gunch, but go ahead and do this scene. 
is a knockout performance. <clears throat> Mike Tyson's gun shout. All right, here we go. <laughs> oh, a moment of quiet is to wash myself in the shower. Here we are, in the mystical, wonderful, moist shower, right under the shower head, fed by the babbling streams of the mountains. The snow-cold water topples over my body. Oh, chilly. Oh, warming now. There's something so comforting and vulnerable about being here in the water. But wait, is that you? Core, blimey. I didn't know if you'd recognize me here as I've shifted into the shape of a sea squid. Ooh, I'll hold here onto your, onto your leg muscles, rippling as they are. Slowly make my way on a pilgrimage up your abdominals, holding there to your chest marbles and pulling myself up towards your beard. Oh, Chunt, you can't. We can't. Ah, but it feels so right. You're covered in vermin. Let me nibble them off with my crustacean beak. There's a pestilence on me that no shower could wash away. Only you, Chunt. Only you. You could really pantomime this. You don't have to... (laughs) Act this out, so... Quiet, quiet, quiet. Uh, Now crossing your face, (laughs) removing each mite and gobbling it up, I find myself at the the top, aye, the very precipice of the mountain that is you, Arnie, and I shall make myself down and invade you in the back. (laughs) What? (laughs) You've met... And see. Wow. Oh, man. So visceral. So visceral. Do you have scenes like that involving tentacles in your world? <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, yeah. It's so funny because I know that Winky was playing me as a squid, but he almost sounded like a Mr. Crab. I thought it was one of the best things I've seen all year, and I applaud you, and I doff my cap to thee. I should have known Usador was in a tentacle stuff. Well, you know what, guys? I started off being excited about a play about me, but I don't know if I'm comfortable Giving over my life rights to you guys. Give it your what? Life rights. Yeah, I, I, I think don't I, understand. I think I want to keep my story for myself, and I'm going to say thank you very much, but I don't give you permission to do a play about me. Uh, permission? <laughs> how, how charming. <laughs> <laughs> and what if we... The natural history of Foon, Arnold. I'm a real person, though. Like, you can't just do whatever you want with me. Like, don't I have rights in this world? Well, about 500 years ago, there was two gentlemen named D, and they both decided that uh, anything's fair game. It's a, it was a pair of D's laws. Oh. There's nothing okay. you can do about it now. The artistic process has been begun, and nothing can stop its inexorable flow. Yeah, it's in previews, Arnie. What do you want? Here's three ten coin. Here's three ten... <laughs> You're trying to say 30 coins. Here's... Guys, 30 is the number you're so Here's three Here's ten three coins. Ten, here's three ten coins. Here's three, three ten, ten coins. Gunch it up. Yes. Guys, I thought that was going to be so smooth. I was going to just give them three Once you invited ten? numbers into the game. Yeah, I'm not great at math, which Gunch is something you're going to need to know about me. Uh, my study continues. Well, Winky, I keep calling you Gunch, but is it all right if I call you Michael? Feel free. Winky. Michael. Mike. Gunch. The Gunch. Michael Gunch, Gunch Punch, MG. Mm. You know, Michael, I have to say, it, it seems like you almost always play high-status characters and never yes. low-status characters. You're always gunching up, never gunching down. Yes. 
I've worked long and hard to pick only this. I'm always gunching right at my weight class. And I'm picking only the uppercuts. Well, we're almost out of time, but uh, I'd like to read some emails if you guys don't mind. Uh, here's one. If you want to email me, you can email me at magictavern at puppies.supplies. It's a real email address. Uh, here's one I got recently. Hi, Arnie, Chunt, and Usador. I've been listening to older episodes while waiting for the release of the new ones. I was wondering, why did you stop reading emails on the podcast? I like the segment where fans got to connect with you about the totally real and magical world of food. Thanks for the podcast. It is truly one of the best things ever created. All the best from a big-time fan, Michael. Oh, oh, Michael, is this from you? Fellow Michael, uh, I hope not. There are other actors. Unfortunately, I, I changed my name, but there is another Michael Gunch in the acting community. He lives in, of course, the area of Hawaii. He's the Hawaiian Gunch. Oh. So, have you considered uh, changing nice your name? That, if someone else is called Michael Gunch, have you considered changing your name to Michael Keaton? What? what? Ridiculous. What Do you mean? know what a Keaton is? Oh, my God. No? What's, what's a Keaton? I'm going to draw you a picture right now. Oh, oh God. That's disgusting. Oh, yes. burn that. A Keaton is a person who does this. Oh. Well, Michael from Earth, if you're looking to speak to myself or Trunt or Usador, one, you've already succeeded. We've read your email upon the air, but you can also contact me at Usador the Blue on Twitter. <laughs> That's true. And, you know, Michael, I guess we didn't read any emails for a couple episodes, but, yeah, we still re read emails, and we encourage people to email me at magictavernetpuppies.supplies. And you can email Chunt. What's your email address, Chunt? Chunt at gmail.com. That's Chunt with six T's. Or with 310 with uh, th uh, 30. 30. Yep. Three twos. <laughs> just, just use the Gmail one. Did you get any good emails this week? Uh, yeah, I got an email here. This is from Tom in Oregon says, uh, hello, I was wondering, is it really necessary in the intro to tell listeners that this is everything you need to know about the premise? No. Why not just say your name and then start with the premise itself? About three years ago, I fell through a portal behind Burger King. It might be a little more punchy, as well as saving you precious wind. Did he send ten gold pieces with this note? Oh, that's a good point. We should really set up a monetary note-giving system where people can send us notes on the podcast, but they have to send us at least 10 gold pieces. I've been suggesting that for years. They don't even have to send it in the letter. They can just put it on the uh, on the oak tree outside of Hogsface where people leave money. It's, it's what they hang the pay tree on. <laughs> uh, oh, that's yes. a pay tree. That oak tree is a pay tree. Yeah, the pay tree. Mm -hmm. Why don't we do a Patreon? We'll look into it. <laughs> Uh, I have one more email here. Uh, here's an email that says, uh, Are you proud of me, Arnie? I didn't stop at episode five, but now I'm up to date with a podcast and anxiously wait for the next one each week. Billy Yum Yum 2 by 2 My favorite Earth name. Yeah. I just like this email. Are you proud of me, Arnie? I am. You know what, Billy Yum Yum 2 by 2 I am proud of you. That's very nice of you, Arnold. It didn't cost me much. I suppose not. I'm proud of you, too. But apparently, nobody cares. Because I'm just a blue sack of crap. Well, that's an idea. Interesting, <laughs> Usador. Yeah. Yes. We wouldn't have to spend the money on rice. <laughs> no. Thank you, Usador. You've proved useful in the last. You oh. bag of bird shit. Oh, well. You know what, Usador? Don't worry. You can't talk to my friend that way, guys. And I'm going to figure out some legal action or hire an assassin or something. I just don't trust you two. I think this is this is going to be a hit job, this play. It's, it's going to make us look like not in a very good light, and I won't stand for it. 
guys, I won't stand for you to do a play where you say not nice things or nothing about my friend Usador the Wizard. Yeah, stop shit-talking Usador. Here's 310 gold. I bid you adieu. Yeah. Ugh. All the shit-talking about Usador should happen from me or Chunt on the podcast. Yeah. Perhaps we, we got too close to you and absorbed too much. Yes. We were too familiar without being truly familiar, Will. Consider a Usador for the second part of the trilogy. It's a trilogy? Oh, John. Well, it must be a trilogy. It's a trilogy. trilogy. I love trilogies. Oh, core, blimey. I love trilogies. The only thing better than a trilogy of plays would be a trilogy of podcast seasons. Well, today's our third anniversary. Oh, yeah. Why, that's three ones. (laughs) We have done it. We've created a trilogy of years. In which you can listen to the great adventures of Arnold and Chunt, and of course, Usador, Wizard of the Twelfth Realm of Ephesius, Master of Light and Shadow, Manipulator of Magical Delights, Devourer of Chaos, Champion of the Great Halls of Tarakis, known to the elves as Fianyalik, known to the dwarves as Zonin and Hookstangis, and known in the Northeast as Gasmanius Maystar. And I say unto thee, though I was. Very aroused by your shower scene. I will not stand for this play if it is produced without me in it. Yeah, do that shower scene one more time and then fuck off. Yeah, do that shower scene one more time. You know what? No, I have 30 in coins. It's just 30 gold pieces. 30. Just give them the glass hole. It's magical. It's it's worth a lot. Here's a glass hole. And this is what I would like to see. How does the play end? Core. Blimey, Arnie. You really have to leave? I have to. John, I have to. I've put off returning through this portal for so long. Old friend, we've done so much, experienced so much, felt so much. I'd be lying if I didn't say there was a part of me that wanted to come with you, but Foon is my home. And there are some places that we all belong. Once the portal closes, there's no going back, buddy. Already, its circumference grows smaller and smaller. I'll never forget you, Arnie Knee Camp. I'll never forget you, too, Chuck. Hey, see you, Usador. Yeah, peace. I'm staying on this side of the divide, but I think this is probably, probably the end of this yeah, one. Yeah. yeah, I think we'll split here. Anyway, peace out, dude. What a shame to have so narrowly missed the window for Oscar consideration. Well, I suppose Seors Ronin will sleep all the easier for it. Chant the Badger was played by Adol Rafai. Usador, the As Your Sack, was played by Matt Young. Michael Gunch and Winky Silks were played by Ross Bryant and Joey Bland of the Improvised Shakespeare Company, appearing in Los Angeles at Largo on March 12th and 13th. This is Joey's first appearance on Hello from the Magic Tavern. And as you may have seen from his particular brand of explain-utainment, there's hardly time to laugh when you're learning so much. Both Joey and Ross also perform with Baby Wants Candy, Fridays at UCB Sunset. So, Trisha, that's the gist of the podcast. I use made-up names so listeners think people from other dimensions are Earth improvisers. Okay, the name Joey Bland is pretty implausible. I'm sure we could workshop that and come up with something better. Yeah, maybe, but Joey Fun Facts About the Jazz Age was taken. 
I'm just excited to learn and help in any way that I can. Yeah, so you've said every time. Well, I'm off to file down a bit of exoskeleton. Trisha, how about you stay here and observe while Craig finishes up the credits? It would be an honor. Hello from the Magic Tavern is produced by Arnie Niekamp, Ryan DeGiorgi, and Evan Jacover. This episode edited... Is that the doorbell again? Shit. I still have some credits to do. Uh, um, maybe let's not answer it. I don't know, just brainstorming. <laughs> no one ever comes up here. Today of all days, our third anniversary. Craig, don't answer the door. Uh, excuse me, the door was unlocked, so I just let myself in. Oh, hey, Trisha. What? Shit. Hi, I'm Trisha. I'm here about the internship. Two Trishas at once? Uh, the position has already been filled, Trisha8051. Please leave now. You look really familiar. Where do I know you from? Get out of here, Trisha. Go! Well, this doesn't seem like a very healthy work environment. I'm very confused. I'm not Trisha8051. I'm Trisha8050. The one that escaped in the space pod? Or one of the ones that did that? I wandered around space, very angry and supremely lost, and then I thought, no, not this time. I'm not running away from this. It's time for Trisha to be proactive. So I'm going to pretend to be the new Trisha Craig, and you're going to help me. Oh, I don't know. I mean, what can I do? I'm trapped here. We're going to find out exactly what's going on here with all these dimensions. We're going to unlock the secrets of this space bunker, figure out who this mysterious asshole really is, make sure everybody everywhere finds out, and then we're going to kill him. We already killed him before. Yeah, but this time, like, I'm going to figure out actually how to kill him, kill him, like, so that he stays dead. And then we'll, like, I don't know, blow up the space bunker, whatever seems big and dramatic, and we'll figure it out later. Are you with me, Craig? Could I get back to Chicago? You're not from Chicago, Craig, but yeah, sure, whatever. What's that noise? Oh, that's the alarm that says we're running way too long. Uh, where was I? Uh, this episode edited by Ryan DeGiorgi. Music by Andy Poland. Logo by Allard Laban. Additional audio effects by Jason Knox. Production assistance by Garrett Schultz. Visit us at hellofromthemagictavern.com or on Facebook or Twitter. Thank you so much to everyone on Reddit and Twitter who's rallying together to clean up our official wiki at magictavern.wikidot.com. I wanted to thank a bunch of you individually, but this outro got suddenly plot heavy. So I'm going to do that next week. Um, thanks to the Chicago Podcast Co-op and thanks to Earwolf. Hey, hey, hey everybody. Uh, robot Arnie, we're already running long, and also I think a coup is starting. Do you have- I'm not a robot. Everyone keeps saying that, but I've been programmed to believe differently. Anyway, it's a three-year anniversary show, so I thought it would be a good opportunity for me to real quick, or at least as quickly as I'm capable of, thank a bunch of people, express my sincere appreciation from the bottom of my not-robot not robot heart. Okay, fine. Go for it. A lot of people put a lot of work into making this dumb, dumb podcast happen every week. Ryan, Garrett, Chris, Evan, and of course Matt and Adel, and Tim, whose name never gets said, but is brilliant and terrifying. It's a labor of love. And of course, so many people at Earwolf and Midroll, like Josh and Lex and Colin, just to name a few. The show would probably never have existed in the first place without the support of the Cards Against Humanity and the Chicago Podcast Co-op. Check out chicagopodcastcoop.com for a lot of other great Chicago podcasts. Thank you to everyone that has tweeted at us or emailed us or sent us a weird package or drawn some staggeringly amazing or terrible piece of fan art. Thank you people that post on our Facebook page or talk about us on Reddit or 
post something on Instagram or whisper your enthusiasm for the show into a peanut and throw it into the sky and close your eyes and pretend you didn't hear the sound of it hitting the ground. Thank you to the people who care about this show and care about Foon as much as we do, and thank you to the people who just put up with it. And especially thank you to the people that are on the fence and feel like they just need a little something more to stick with it, like a thank you. Thank you to those people. Thank you so much to our awesome, awesome guests, so many of you which deserve to come back far more frequently than you do. And thank you to the famous people that we have somehow talked into being on our show. And thank you so, so much to everyone that has in any way, big or small, helped spread the word about this very weird and hard to describe podcast. You're the reason we still exist. I mean, literally exist at all, at all. We should probably mention it a lot more often, like make it an action plan or something, but people telling other people about the podcast or posting something online or sharing some fan art or participating in a web forum is the 99.9% vast majority of how anyone finds out about this show. And finally, thank you to my wife and daughter who I love very much and who brings so much happiness to my life and who put up with this dumb show that sometimes takes me away from them. I've said it before, but with each passing day with them, I feel more and more sorry for the Arnie of the show and all the magic that he's missing. Okay, it's starting to sound like the show is ending, and it is not. We've got way too much stuff to accomplish to stop now. We've got to defeat the Void, find the secrets of the Tavern, stop the Dark Lord, save Hogsface, save all of Foon, finish recording Season 2 of Offices and Bosses, figure out what happens when two shapeshifters have sex with each other, as so, so many emails have asked, get me back to my rightful place on Earth with my family, and we're going to be proactive about it. This is going to be a big year. Continue to pester your friends and strangers online about it. We don't make nearly enough money on this podcast to license music, but after this is over, maybe put on, like, the zombies, this is our year, and think, this is the perfect capper to this very special episode. Okay, I'm going to stop making this very long episode very, very more long. Take it away, Ryan. Ryan, it's not my name. Craig? Yes, it's Craig. Oh, you're asking if... Okay, I'm in. I'm in. I'll help you. We can do this, Craig. But you have to promise me you'll get me to Chicago. Okay, there's no such place as Chicago, Craig. Hey, you. It's Jason Bateman. Have you listened to Smartless? Smartless is the podcast that I host with my friends who are more like brothers. The super talented and funny Will Arnett and... Sean Hayes is JJ JJ JJ. Why are you yeah. Why are you whispering? Well, it, there's there's a pst in the in the in the copy. But people are listening, so it's like they are listening. Like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. In each episode of Smartless, one of us reveals our mystery guest to the other two. What ensues is a genuinely improvised and authentic conversation. Our mystery guests span. Our mystery. We'll cut this out. Too. Our mystery guests. Yeah. All right, here we go. We got a lot of big famous people from different walks of life, and if you're yeah, a Matt wondering fan, then you're Emma gonna stone. Yeah. Just you come and listen to it. We're on Wondery right now, and you can listen to us. And no matter what you're doing, you're at the gym or you're in the car, just listen to the podcast. Sean, tell them where they can find it. Follow Smartless on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Smartless ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Bye. Bye. Bye.